In the holy name of Jesus. For most of you, this Advent has been oppressed. It has been a time in the wilderness, and many of you have felt nervous or threatened or lost. But for most of you, there was also a time long ago when you were a child, when someone else went to work and paid the bills and had the worries, and your morning was bright like this one, and you were safe and careless and free. My guess is that you'd like to have that time back. Wouldn't it be great to be babied again? And of course, the Lord knows that about us, and so that is precisely what is happening today on Christmas Day. Back then, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by a son. On Christmas, in the most literal sense, our Heavenly Father babies us. I think that you are here this morning even if you come just once a year. Because you're not really interested in listening to somebody else's story about angels and shepherds and wise men. No, deep down you have come this morning to be babied, to hear something about your story. And actually, that's okay. Knowing our troubles and our weaknesses and our worries and our sin and our grief and our pain, our Lord indulges us once again this morning in the most specific and direct way. Coming to us in person, in flesh and blood, as one just like you. Our Heavenly Father babies us this morning by sending us a baby. In these last days, he really has spoken to us by his only begotten Son. It is a remarkable rescue, really, out of an advent that has sometimes made us bristle and left us cold. Now, with an unimaginable act of tender mercy, of loving care and total trust, our Creator, utterly defenseless, putting Himself into your arms to let you see Him and touch Him and smell Him and hear Him cry. Just hoping that no matter how you came this morning, just for a moment, you might forget yourself and your troubles and somehow learn to love him and leave today knowing that you are always loved and that you're never alone. And that's better than any story you could cook up on your own. Christians have been rejoicing quietly in this very odd redemption from forever. It was Bernard of Clairvaux who came to the font whispering, now I can see that God is not angry with me, for he is my flesh and blood. He is my baby. Luther understood it too, and maybe he said it best. When God speaks to men, 
God always speaks baby talk. Baby talk sounds something like this. What's the trouble? And where's the pain? And what in the world are you trying to say? Why are you crying? And what's the press? And let me fix it for you. These are the same words that have been spoken to your parents since Eden. I love you, I forgive you, and I am with you. You are mine. Of course, along the way, you know that our Heavenly Father always asks the normal questions like, how in the world did you get so dirty? And why did you try to do that? And how did you forget what I told you? But after that, it's always something like, well, come home now and let me clean you up and let's keep it from getting any worse and tomorrow's a new day, so have a bite to eat. And let's not do that again. And remember, no matter what, I always love you. I always love you, no matter what. The best thing about Christmas Day is that baby talk is not just talk. When Jesus speaks, those aren't just words. Even as a baby, those are deeds. Smart people who specialize in how children grow up tell us that baby talk is essential for any child. I even know of a hospital where they've hired a woman to go into the neonatal care unit and simply talk to the smallest babies. She coos and she touches and she whispers and she snuggles because somebody smart somewhere has figured out that that's what we need for a solid life. And so it is for the church in days gone by and again this morning. To those outside, it may all seem a little bit silly, those toothless shepherds grinning at a manger or wise men from the east, reduced to babbling baby talkers or even St. Mary, who this morning is very quiet, speechless really, pondering and treasuring everything up in her heart. This yearly spectacle for those who are outside and do not know the real joy of word made flesh may seem a bit strange, but for all of you, back once again, out of your advent darkness and into Christmas light, for all of you, this cooing and touching and cuddling and whispering is precisely what you need to build the trust and love that is essential for your life together as one community. Not some lofty concept, not some theory, not some idea, but the first and the simplest fact that the only thing that really matters is pure love wrapped in cloth that swaddles and lying in a manger. And it is all here again this morning for you. Like you, I know that he will grow up, and far too quickly as the church year progresses, 
as the colors change with the seasons and as those old stories from the prophets come alive in his flesh and in his blood. But as you come back each Sunday after this, I hope that you will always remember that this is a Jesus who clings to a child's world, playing with his friends as they fish and they sing and they go to parties, and traveling around making new friends, even the rough and tumble kind from down the block, and telling stories, parables about a king and his kingdom, and offering crisp invitations. It's help, really. Words that do what they say. Rise, walk. See, believe, be forgiven, follow me, come along. The small sort of words that any kid anywhere can understand. His is always a child's world where the only ones allowed in are the littlest ones, the very old and the very young, the very sick, and the very meek, the oppressed and the poor and the sad and the trouble and the press, even like you in Advent in the Christmas, and especially the very humble ones, the babies, who will have what the Lord has to give again this year from altar, pulpit, and font. In his kingdom, Grown-ups who use words that are too big or say prayers that are too long or who make up too many silly rules or who get paychecks far too fat or just get a little too big for their britches, those people always have trouble getting in the door. As we just heard at the baptism, the greatest in my kingdom is the least of these. That's what Jesus says as he's such a child in the midst of all the big men. But the good news of Christmas is that's not you, at least not today. Today in his world, in his kingdom, it is all baby talk. And today in these last days, it's a son whose name is now rung out from angels' lips as we come near his manger now his altar, where he lies to be adored, where we come to be forgiven, and then to leave here remembering who we are, babied by his reality in ways that we can never fully understand, and yet in ways that are sufficient to make all things new, even you. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen. amen.